You are listening to listening to listening to listening to First Gen Teachers of Lens. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of First Gen Teacher Lens. We are back, episode 41. This episode is going to be on teacher fatigue. I've been thinking about this, A, because I've been feeling it. Um, low energy, just a lot going on in school. And, you know, I've researched some tips and I want to share some personal things that I do for teacher fatigue. Um, as always, like, subscribe, leave a comment on Apple. Uh, podcast of the First Gen Teachers podcast, and stay tuned to the episodes. Peace. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. Hey, everyone. Again, welcome back to the episode of First Gen Teacher Lens. And this episode is another standoff episode. So it's a short tidbit episode if you're new. Uh, usually standoff episodes go about me or maybe with a guest in the future, just talking about something that's been on our mind for the past maybe a week, couple of days or so. And we just talk about that and have a nice fluid conversation or have a fluid conversation about it with y'all, my listeners. Again, please listen to wherever First Gen Teacher Lens is streaming on Anchor, um, Apple Podcasts, and don't forget to leave a comment if you're on Apple, or you can listen to me on Google Podcasts, but back to the episode. Um, yeah, teacher fatigue, like it's a real thing, man, especially this year. Um, I've been feeling it. I know a lot of teachers with COVID and like being moved to remote learning, being moved to um, uh or virtual learning fuel and then hybrid. So it's an influx this year. And like past years, we've been, you know, doing this thing where it's been, I want to say extra chaotic, where things that should seem the norm are not. For example, my school and every other school, lunch is super chaotic to manage, where it just drains the energy out of me throughout the day. And that's been seeping throughout the week, right? Been coming home, low energy, um, hence the episode fatigue. And, you know, I got to think of ways to revitalize myself, which is which is good in a sense of like, you know, you find ways to spruce yourself up. Maybe it could be as just simple as just watching a Netflix episode for like 45 minutes, not thinking about work. Um, but yeah, I've been reading Instagram comments, seeing stuff on TikTok about videos about teacher fatigue, and a lot of teachers. One thing that the some teachers are saying that post about this issue are it's more draining this year than in years past, and I don't, I can't put my finger on it why. Um, in terms of just like you know, we've been dealing with the pandemic for more than a year now and it seems like things aren't quelling for the better but one teacher 
mentioned that I follow, they were like, you know, look for pockets or moments in the day where you can get, you know, short sprints of energy. And honestly, you know, sometimes you just need to shut everything down and then relax, which I thought was like, good, good that people are saying that because like, if you keep going, 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 eventually your energy is just going to give out and it's not, you're not going to be what I say, your true self, right? For your kids, for, for, for you and like for your loved ones, whether it be family members, intimate uh, uh, partners, and you know, you have to take time for self-care. Um, but some of the things that I do to combat teacher fatigue is um, honestly, like that Instagram that looked for moments where I can reboost my energy and, you know, be the best educator I can be, be a productive team member. So one, I, I reclaim my weekend. I used to do this where I would email, message all the time again, and it would like consume me. I stopped that. Like, I, like oh, I need to, if a parent emails me on my phone, I could send it to them Monday. And that's why I called reclaim my time because like in Congress, when somebody says that they have to like, you know, be given their time back to adequately state what they have to state. For me, it's adequately getting my own energy, my own self-worth back so I can be my best self for that next week. And that's number one for me. Number two is do things that like are gonna get you moving. Um, For example, this weekend I went on a run and that really burst in my energy and I was able to like crank out um, uh, some minute score that, that I, I had to, I had to do. It wasn't a lot. It took me like 30 minutes, but being physical, I noticed for me has really added this euphoric sense of, of reinvestment in terms of, of energy. Right. So I'll go on my run. I feel like blood flows pumping, the adrenaline's kicking in, and then I could like really focus and don't feel lethargic at the end of the day. But for the work week, what I do is usually I'll go on Netflix, I'll maybe make some podcast edits and do things that really are not school related because it could be teach fatigue cannot can only be physical where you're just like physically tired, but it can also be mentally tired. So one of the things that I found while, you know, looking up this yesterday was um, do work, whatever work you have to do in short bursts um, of 45 minutes. So 45 minutes, time it, you do your work, right? Where you zoned in 45 minutes, boom. Then the next cycle of 45 minutes, you take time to do whatever you want to do in that leisure 45 minute time. It could be maybe play a video game. Um, if you're a gamer, read a book, um, maybe talk to your friend about like your fantasy football team or whatever, and really relish those moments. So you don't feel 
what the article said bogged down with work, which I kind of like. I, I was feeling it like um, during my preps, I feel like that's what they are. They're short bursts of 45 minute breaks, right? Or intervals where, all right, I can do this, make a list, do X, Y, and Z, and kind of get that out of the way. Then I know my mind declutters, right? So that gets rid of the the mental fatigue a little bit where it just declutters. Oh, I don't have to do as much stuff now than I did before. And I set a limit for myself. So therefore I can enjoy this second interval of leisure time. Um, And the article said to like, honestly take a brain break where they were like, if, 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 you know, allowable where you, you, the weather conditions, right? Walk outside, take, take a deep breath, enjoy like kind of good weather. Um, and, uh, be able to, um, kind of decompress. And, um, they, they also said that, that you have to, um, uh, really take time to yourself and like really digest how much you can accomplish one day and un- eliminate the unnecessary, right? Because you're going to do things that are completely not out of your scope and, or, or that are completely out of your scope and sequence. You may not be able to create that exam. Okay, cool. Next time, make that priority if you really want to finish that. So therefore, any other task that is kind of supplementary that you finish later, right? Because you want to set the present first and, like, get the most arduous um, task done and then create routines, right? Every day, for me, my routine is I have a to-do list. Therefore, I know ranking from, like, one to, like, Let's say usually there's like 10, one to five, the most important things I got to do at the end of the day. And some things are pretty much weekly routines, right? So set that groove in, right? That becomes methodic, methodical. So your body even adjusts to it. Um, and then be be a catalyst for productivity, man. You, you have to prioritize and departmentalize what you're going to do so you're not feeling stressed but now with cdc guidelines and covid there are things that like you're not that are going to be out of your hands like for example for me like my admin was like oh make sure that you know you're live streaming for the kids that are quarantining right now and i'm just like okay like uh, it's a little bit difficult to do that, but I'm going to manage. I'm going to do it this way and really hold these kids accountable. But we also got to be understanding they're home. They're like getting probably like rapid tests or whatever. So don't st- stress yourself about, I want to say minuscule issues. Focus on those kind of media issues where it's just like, oh, maybe I should scaffold for this, for this kids. And you know, kind of deal with this first in-house and then um, be able to focus on the students 
overall health because like they're gonna need you and if you're fatigued like there's not um there's not gonna be i want to say a replacement for you in terms of you're not healthy right you might as well just 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 stay home recompose recompose yourself and if you have to do it like take a mental health day if you got you know sick days honestly it's not that big of a deal if you use a sick day as like a mental health day honestly we should have mental health days but we don't unfortunately i don't um but if you gotta take a sick day for a mental health day that's that's totally up to you own it don't feel bad because at the end of the day you don't want to this teacher fatigue to happen because there's so many issues that we're doing right now. Kids, make sure they're wearing a mask. Kids, uh, make sure that they're six feet, spacing, and it's a lot. And I feel like that's adding to this overwhelming fatigue that educators have. And, you know, the these are just some of my tips uh, for te- teacher fatigue. And I really think that, like... I know I'm going to overarch it, but I really think that A, self-care is the best care. B, doing things that like really fit your interests or leisure things that like, hey, maybe I want to go on Netflix right now, not think about work, about work. That's totally fine. Oftentimes I feel like bad about doing it because like I'm like, oh man, I could be focused on this deliverable to help um, my students but also at the same time if i'm not physically mentally healthy how is that helping my students right so that's when teacher fatigue gets real right where it's really affecting us on like a per on an, on another personal level where it's just like i don't feel good mentally physically why and then the answer to that is com- a complex one there's a multitude of reasons why you have teacher fatigue it could be the day-to-day grind where it's just waking up and then doing that you know extended time because oftentimes people have this misconception oh you just work during the school day no that's 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 a lie like sometimes we work outside of contract hours and it's okay not to do that not to say no to things no uh, to to dooming damage to to yourself as a as a person, right? Because again, my number one thing, and I'm repetitive with this, you want to be the best self for your kids and for you. Because ultimately, like, if uh, the the lesson plans are good, the old engagements are good, but you're not healthy that that's problematic where it's just like you're just feeding into this frenzy of fatigue fatigueness and that's proven to be one of the main issues of teacher burnout and that's why we're leaving the profession in droves right now there's no better way to take care of yourself by doing these leisure things right do these leisure things um departmentalize things that are um, important 
and then worry about the minuscule deliverables later, um, work in short bursts, and it's okay to shut down for the day. Like, not completely shut down. Like, maybe you'll do some things here and there, but I'm going to work for, like, 30 minutes at home or 40, 40 minutes and then not do anything. It's okay. It's okay to say no. It's okay to take care of yourself. And that's just my tips on teacher fatigue. I mean, if, if you have any comments, like hit me up on Instagram, uh, First Gen Teacher Lens. And yeah, don't forget to listen to the podcast and stay tuned for the next episode. Hopefully we get a guest soon. I haven't had a guest in a while. But thanks for tuning in. This is First Gen Teacher Lens. Peace. Thank you for having listened to the First Gen Teacher's Lens. We'll see you here next time.